0: Family. The bedrock of society, an important influence to children that helps in their perspective of life as they grow up. It helps in building their confidence, shaping their beliefs, values, and more importantly, helps them to become what God has ordained them to be. The dynamics of the family circle cannot be overemphasized. It plays a key role in our social interactions as adults and as children. And because of its domino effect in our lives, we need to pay attention to it and be heavily invested in building a healthy, strong family with the goal of raising better children, building healthy relationships between spouses, but more importantly, in building a better society across all nations. Get ready to explore and learn with Pastor Fumi Alawale on the subject of family dynamics and its impact in our lives. Hello, good good day everyone. Um, I hope you have had a good week and you are enjoying your week. The Lord bless you and continue to keep us together as families. Uh, It's another episode on family dynamics. So, In the past few weeks, we've been talking on intimacy in marriage. First of all, we, we are we tried to look at uh, um, spiritual intimacy, um, and then we moved on to sexual intimacy in marriage. So we're just going to try and round up, if possible today, or if not, there'll be one more session. But before we continue what we have to do, today, today we, we want to look at sexual intimacy in marriage, guidelines for sex in marriage. So, But before we looked at that, We discovered from previous episode that God himself ordained marriage. And it was God that put the sexual drive in the man and in the woman. And we look at the reasons for doing this uh, according to the Bible. It's for procreation. He said, go and multiply. And it's also for companionship. It's for the fact that he wants the two people in marriage to have good time enjoying their relationship, and so we knew that these are these are the three three important uh, reasons why marriage has been ordained. So we discover that sex is a gift from God, and it's not evil. In the framework of marriage, it's a very very wonderful blessing, a rich blessing to the couple. It's only when sex is outside of marriage, when two people are not married or one person is married, but having sexual relationship outside of his marital home with another person, then it becomes a sin. And according to the Bible, the Bible calls sexual sin as a sin against the body. And it was the only kind of sin that we saw in the scripture that said, that where the bible said flee every sexual immorality so it's not something that we need to joke with it's something that we need to run from so according to the bible uh in this time and age we've seen that as good as sex is there are so many uh we discover that there are so many problems that are associated with sex uh in the world today we have a lot of people that are pedophile, they have sex with children, We have people that do sexual abuse, um, sexual harassment in places of work, and sexual addictions. All these are evil. It's so glaring that if these are there, then there must be need to put rules in place so that what God intends for good will not be turned to evil. And, you know, Sex will not be evil if we follow the guidelines of the maker. They say, the way God wants us to do it, or anything outside of God's agenda, it becomes evil. And that's why we have a lot of issues with sex in the world today. So, so that's why we're doing this, guidelines for sex in marriage. And even though we know that sex is allowed in marriage, there will still be need to do it the right way. And there are things that we need to put in place so that the fulfillment that God wanted it to bring to a marital relationship, we can have it and enjoy it. So the first thing we are going to be looking at is the fact that as a couple, you need to set your own standard. There is the standard of the world. There is what the world feels the way the world feels it should be. And you see a lot of things about sex everywhere. In movies, in novels, in romantic books, and things like that, sometimes it's not like that and so when a husband feels that this is what I want this is what I, I desire my sex life will be, you'll be frustrated when you're not having it so that's why it's important that you send set your own standard, find out what works for you and for for both of you, and do it so what people do in their own family as couple is not your concern. What they do or they don't do is not your concern. And uh, I want to say that a lot of time as people, we, we consider or we, we, we judge our own relationship based on past experiences. Anything that you discover that brings intimacy, that brings satisfaction, that brings pleasure. Those are the things you need to do. However, don't ignore genuine problems. When there is a problem, maybe the woman has pain when there is sexual intercourse. Seek medical help. Something can be done. Maybe there is anxiety or the, the woman just go into this mode of... Or even the man. It's There are a few things that could go wrong based on your past experiences. And that may be affecting that relationship. So look for help. Don't ignore genuine helps, but don't take everything you hear from the movies, from social media, from friends as a standard. Set your own standard. That is key. Another thing is this. This is uh, the time we are in now is microwave age. You get to, to McDonald's. There is drive-thru. You get to, um, Coffee, people. or well, what's the common one now? There's drive through, drive through everywhere. You just want some something quick. Microwave age. We don't want to wait for anything. For you to have to enjoy sex and have good sex as couple, it takes time. So you need to give it time. Take time to adjust to your spouse's wants or needs. So so important. You have many years ahead. If In one year or a few months, especially to the newly married, maybe the first two months, the first one year, you still don't get it. But just keep going, keep going. You will get to know it. Be sensitive to each other's need. Don't just think of yourself. When you think of yourself, it makes you selfish. Think of what is good for my partner. Is she enjoying it or why is she not enjoying it? What can I do to make her enjoy it? Don't just think about yourself. It's not, a, it's not something you just go, go in and come out. There is need for you to spend time together, take time to ensure that both of you are enjoying the relationship. And Another thing that is important is don't treat sex as an Olympic sport. There is need to avoid pressure for performance. You may have watched movies or read books and they say this is what to expect it comes with experience, it comes with time. When there is pressure, pressure in any form will negatively affect the sexual performance. So when you as a man, you're expecting that, oh, your wife should do this, your wife should do that, and she's not able to do it, you want to, or the woman is expecting that, oh, anytime we have sex, I want to reach orgasm. It may not happen that way. It's not the way they they show it on movie, or you read in books, and they say, oh, that, 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 or what your friends tells you, it may not work like that. So when there is, when you are expecting that uh, there is pressure to perform, there is pressure from the the man wants to satisfy the woman. When that is in place, it is going to affect even the sexual performance because sometimes you may see anxiety coming. There may be de- 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 demand. You want to, you want to reach orgasm every time you have sex. That may not be possible. And when that is happening, anxiety will affect sexual performance. So for those, those people that are newly married, take your time. Have fun together. Explore each other's body. Communicate, oh, this is what is good for me. This is what I enjoy. Each time you touch this place, I don't feel good about it. Don't stop touching that place. So God created sex. And you have the Holy Spirit. The Bible said the Holy Spirit is our teacher. He will teach us everything. Not just books. Not just Bible. Even sex is able to teach you. So allow him. Sex is part of what the Holy Spirit can teach you. Because it is God that puts the, the sexual drive in place. So get to know each other. Explore. Explore each other's body. Be free in each other's presence. You know, don't, don't, don't be anxious for anything. There is space for fun. There is space for relaxation. There is space for laughter. And there is a place for failure too. There is the tendency to fail. If you fail, why did we fail? Oh, I didn't get to orgasm or I didn't reach orgasm. Why? I remember those days at the early stage when I used to run away from sex. Every time I would say, I'm tired. I want to sleep. Oh, uh, I've been working all day, I'm tired. And to him, it was affecting him because he was i and rejecting him. So it was affecting the relationship. And when a woman runs away from sex, there's something that makes her to run. You see that she's not enjoying it. And so look at it together. Why am I not enjoying it? What is the problem? You see that the man is not doing what he should do, necessary foreplay and all that. Or the man rushes into it too, too early. So there are things you need to do. So, so that you can have satisfying sex and, and let it be fun. Let it be free from anxiety and demand. It's not something that, oh, it has to happen. I want it to happen. If it's not happening, another time will come. And the more you get to know each other, the more you get to explore each other's body, the better your sexual life is. So, so that is key. Another important thing is developing the right attitude to sex. Developing the right attitude to sex. A lot of, a lot of us, we, a lot of times there are many contrary attitude to sex. For you as married couples, the attitude you need to have, you need to have the right attitude for you to enjoy sex. The first thing first that you need to have the right attitude, one of the attitude you need to have is to honor sex in your marriage. Honor sex in your marriage. So, so important. There are so many things that could lead to dishonor when it comes to sex. Maybe all those negative backgrounds. Maybe over exposure to sex. Maybe you have had experience of sexual abuse as a small girl. Maybe your father abused you. Maybe your uncle abused you. Maybe the driver abused you. And since that time, you've been running away from sex. All those things could affect your attitude to sex. And sometimes, uh, in 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 your background, they may look at sex as evil. Some people believe that sex is only necessary when you when you when you want to have children i remember when when we first got married i think i had my first child and for one reason or the other i discovered i was pregnant for my second child not too far from when the boy was born I can't, maybe five months or six and i was feeling so bad about it i was crying all the time i was saying well, because what i learned in in theory is a fact that if you're not menstruating, you will not be pregnant. And if you're doing breastfeeding, uh, you, will, you will not be pregnant because it acts as, um, as um, uh, a prevention to, to pregnancy. And I was doing, you know, uh, pre- uh, breastfeeding, nothing more, just giving the baby breast milk, nothing, 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 nothing. I can't remember what we call it at that time. That was what, what we were doing. So I was not expecting to be pregnant, but I got pregnant five months after the other one was born. And one of the evening, I went for the women's program in my church, and um, they were were talking about something related to family. That was what we were talking. There were uh, we were some we were some of us that were younger. Many of the women were older women. So we were there, and this woman came. She was sharing an example. She was just coming back from Lagos. She had gone to help her daughter or her son look after the new baby that was born. So she was now saying that, ah, you see, these small, small children that are here, they, they can't hold their body. My daughter just had a baby. I could hear them having sex in their room. And instead of, why will you be having sex? And this is the belief. I was there hearing this. So that's why this child will be by one month old and the the wife will be pregnant again. So I I left that place very, very sad. I was unhappy. I go home. I was crying. And I told my husband, I said, what's the problem? He said, you see, eh, they they feel that uh, we, you know, this is what was said. He said, no. That church, we're not going to go back. <laughs> I said, no, no, no. That if you go back, you're not going to go for those women's meetings because they're not teaching you the right thing. So there are lots of bad, uh, wrong, wrong messages that we have learned or we've heard about sex. So that will affect our attitude to sex. So some people see it as something dirty, something to be ashamed of. Sex is not that. All those negative attitudes that we have, from one way or the other, has to be dealt with so that we can have good sex. So from what we see in the Bible, God created sex, and it's a gift to us. It's not dirty, so we need to be grateful for it. In marriage, sex is not evil. In marriage, sex is not evil. It's not something to be ashamed of. It is honorable. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says, bed is honorable. The bed should not be defiled. So husband and wife should be able to talk freely about it to each other. Share your own experiences, what you think about sex, talk about it so that over the time you can make correction of every wrong attitude. Don't just assume. I I know a girl that will go into spasm anytime they want to go have sex. So when that, because, and this was because she had been abused as a little child. So if that is not corrected, it will go on affecting the relationship. So however, honor sex by keeping it private. I'm saying talk about it to each other, but keep it privacy. Sexual relationship between a man and his wife is an intimate thing. It's not what you share in your place of work. My husband, he knows how to do it. They will come and look for... And that's, I've seen people that have lost their husband to other women because they are not enjoying sex in their home. And you are there sharing your experience. This one we talk about our husband. This one we talk about the husband. When you have, when you find yourself in a place like that, with care, carefully carry your bag and leave. You're not supposed to be there. Be careful what you discuss with friends. Sexual relationship between a man and a woman should be kept as private. Is, is an intimate thing. It lies at the heart of the marriage relation, the relationship. So it needs to be protected. So your sexual achievement or failures are not a public matter. So you need to be careful what you discuss with friends. Um, Another thing, um, time is going on really fast. <laughs> integrate, integrate sex into your marriage. It is an integral part of your marital relationship. Sex as it is we affect everything that you are to affect your work and a man can you know a man can stay without sex if he has not tasted sex but when, once he's married and he's even you know i've, I've had opportunity to talk to some women and say, he's a christian brother why is it that he wants it every time once a man has tasted sex he will continue to long for it as as a single man who is a virgin you may Be able to do without it because you have, you have developed self-control. But once you are married and it's something that you have done, you continue to want to do it. It's okay. Some women can do without sex. Most women will do without sex. If maybe their husband is not around or something, something, something. But when it is something, it's part of the married, married marital relationship. It's something that we have to do and it affects who you are, you see a man may start performing poorly at work if the wife is denying. It. and there are some women that have you know great libido for sex. they have great sexual drive. It's not a sin for a woman to have sexual drive, good sexual drive. It's not a sin. it's just that she's different. So don't look at her and say, "Oh this woman must be evil. Those are the things we need to get rid of and make up our mind. To do the right thing. So a man cannot, after abusing or, or you've had terrible arguments with your wife, expect to have sex with her. As women, we are emotional beings. And that's why the Bible says, do not allow someone to go down your anger. If there is an issue, you have said so many terrible things to her, you need to sort it out. And that's why our words as couples must be seasoned with salt. A man can, can, um, can fight his wife and still have sex with the wife and enjoy it. But that's not the way it goes with women. When a woman is not happy emotionally, she won't enjoy it, no matter how much you try. If she's allowing you to have it, it's just because she doesn't want to disobey the word of God. So be careful what you say to each other. Don't let your word be seasoned with salt. When you are angry, it's not the time to talk. If you know you're angry and the things that will come out of your mouth will be evil, take a walk. Go go out of the house. Take a walk. Pray in the Holy Ghost. You can't be praying the Holy Ghost and be saying bad words. And when you feel, okay, I'm fine now, come back home and say, darling, you know what? what you said to me or what you did? I'm not happy about it. Sit down and sort it out. You cannot abuse your wife. Say you are evil. You're the worst thing that can happen to me. That I said, oh, the day, in fact, it's a great mistake. I married you. You now want to have sex with her. It will take her, it will take a lot of effort. She won't enjoy it. And so we need to be careful. In the same vein, as a woman, you cannot expect to have good companionship and affection you desire from your husband if you have been denying him of sex. You cannot be denying your husband sex and you expect him to show you affection. You expect him, you expect that companionship to be what God desires it to be. The Bible said we should not deny each other. So if you make something, if you make sex something that is peripheral, it, it, the heart, it, peripheral heart of your marriage, if you, if it's not something that is you know, you are setting up your relationship for an affair. It's not peripheral. It's part of it. It's important to marital relationship. I was watching, um, I think it's Fireproof Your Marriage, one movie like that. It's, it's a Christian movie. That, that is what could happen in any relationship. And there's something you need to put in place. It's so easy for a Christian brother or even a Christian wife to fall into sin. I had the opportunity to talk with one of my, one of my friends and the wife came and cry and say, Oh, well, my husband is having an affair. I'm mad. So I said, so I called, I said, no, I know this man very, very well. So I called him and I said, what's going on? He said, Auntie, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. But I'm having an emotional affair because in the house it was terrible. So he goes to work. There are women that are waiting to, to, you're not looking good. What's the problem? So he had people that he, this girl that could listen to him. He could discuss. And that's how he starts. Before you know it, if care is not taken, it will go into physical thing. So that's why you need to, um, prevent a fear in relationship. Don't say, oh, my, my husband is a Christian. He cannot go out. Christians are going out, and it's it's so easy for them to fall into the hand. There are so many women out that are looking to to service men. So hold on to the one you have. Take care of him. If there are issues, sit down together, talk about it, and let issues be settled. Sexual side of marriage uh, is uh, from the spiritual life. Some people think oh, sexual. Uh, I'm a spiritual person. It's, it's, it's part of, it's, it's, you can't separate the two. You cannot say you're a spiritual man and you're not doing what you're supposed to do with your wife. God gave sex uh, in marriage. It's supposed to be something that we enjoy, something that we rejoice over, something that we are grateful to God over. It's not just what you do when you want to have children. It's part when the children are gone. You are still 50, you are 60, you are 70. You can continue to enjoy sex. So remember our attitude control our action. So when you have bad attitude, your actions will be bad as well. So sex is an honorable part of marriage. So set the stage for passionate, erotic and lasting relationship by making sure you have the right attitude to sex. I think we need to stop here because my time is far gone. Uh, we will round up next week by God's grace on what we need to do, guidelines for sex and marriage. God bless you. Have a good evening. Um, and Continue to bask in the love of Christ. And if you're not born again, yeah, you need to be born again because God loves you and cares about you. We'll talk about that in the next episode. God bless you. Have a good evening.